Hi, this is Foster Brown with a special review of the Galaxy S5 smartphone from Samsung. I have to say my expectations were pretty high when I received the S5 from AT&T. Uh, I have to say my expectations were pretty high, and I'd heard a lot about the S5 and was looking forward to using it. The basics of the machine are uh, that it's got a 2.5 gigahertz quad-4 CPU, 2 gigabytes of RAM, a removable battery, and it comes either in a 16 or a 32 gigabyte memory size. And you can also increase that to 128 gigabytes through extra micro SD cards. It's a very nice aspect of the Samsung smartphones. It's got a great screen, and it measures 5.1 inches in height. So, for me, it had a lot of what I've been looking for. I wanted to have the bigger screen. I wanted to have a more power under the hood, etc. And so I was really enjoying having it in my hand. Now, I should tell you, at the same time, I was using the iPhone 5. Now, the iPhone 5S has a fingerprint fancy stuff on it, but just the iPhone 5. And uh, while that was a little bigger than some of the past, uh, like the iPhone 4, it's still not very big, and I am having a harder and harder time reading text on it because of my own eyesight uh, getting poorer and poorer. So when I got the uh, Samsung S5, I was looking forward to that being a great upgrade in terms of uh, the visual experience. And to some extent it was. Now, uh, as I said, I'm not going to run down a whole review of the device's technical attributes. <laughs> Greater minds than a mine have done that. I would like to focus, however, on what stood out to me during the two weeks that I used the phone. First of all, calls were good and solid, although the volume seemed a little low. But then again, it might be my hearing that's going as well. As I said, the size, which is 5.1 inches, really fit nicely into my hand, which is pretty big. Although, interestingly enough, I often found myself handling it with two hands unconsciously. Hmm. As a frustrated iPhone 5 user, I was immediately delighted by the large, bright screen for viewing most of the web pages that presented themselves. Ah, but then now let's go on to something curious about that screen. Outside, in bright sunlight in the summertime here, I... I found something rather disappointing, and it surprised me. And that was that the, the Galaxy S5, in bright sunlight, did very poorly compared to the iPhone 5, which I was using at the same time. Even in very bright sunlight, I could still see what was on the iPhone 5. However, I could not see what was on the Galaxy 5S. Very nice, big, bright screen until you get outside. Then there was the matter of the speakers. This might again be a, an issue with my aging ears. But I base my comments again on a comparison with the iPhone 5 that I'm using at the same time. The sound was extremely anemic. Now that may have had to do with the fact that the opening for the audio, the speakers, is on the back. And it's just a tiny little hole on the back. Whereas on the iPhone 5, there are two larger panels that are on the very bottom of the phone. So your sound is closer to you. And you don't have to do, as you have with the Galaxy S5, cup your hand around the phone in order to be able to increase the sound. Now comes the part that I found most difficult about the machine, and it has nothing to do, ironically, with the device. So let me stop for a moment and make a little side commentary. It, I have been reading more and more, and I tend to agree that we're getting to a point where smartphones, where smartphones are pretty much created equal. That is, that the devices 
are, are generally speaking, getting to a place where they're bigger, they've got better battery life in them, uh, better screens, better, 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 better. You just line it all up. And the arms war is kind of come to an end in the sense of presenting the public with something that is remarkably different. So what happens is that the operating system becomes the big deal behind it. Of course, you have to have a device that looks good, that works properly for you, etc., etc. But more and more, the phones are falling into the three camps. One would be Android, where the vast majority of smartphones are. The next would be into Apple's iOS, now iOS 7, soon to be iOS 8. And then the third, generally speaking, would be Windows, the Windows Phone 8.1, which, by the way, is a remarkable upgrade. Having said that, basically, if you're a fan of one of those operating systems or others, you'll find excellent phones within those operating systems. My problem is that I have used and enjoyed Windows phones, the Nokia 1520 most recently, that huge 6-inch phablet I really enjoyed. And I loved it because of the way the operating system worked on it. It made sense to me. I have for a long time been an Apple iPhone user, so that made sense to me as well. I find in both cases, in the Apple and in the Windows phone systems, you can pretty much pick the phone up and it's pretty obvious, pretty intuitive where things are and how they work. For me at least, that is the opposite of what happens with Android. And I find that the OS is the OS from hell, from my way of thinking about it. And I tell you why. It's because the Android system demands so much time tweaking the interface in order to get it just right to present the material you want in the way that you want that it makes it just about impossible, for me at least, to use it. As much as I like the Galaxy S5, and I think it is a marvelous piece of hardware that had some surprising disappointments in terms of the screen brightness and also the audio, two very basic things for the use of a phone, that the biggest deterrent for me was that it was an Android phone. And I know that won't be the case for many of you who listen. So, uh, one other final thing I wanted to note, and this is a problem, I think, with all the phones to a certain extent, and that is that one of the big cons with your smartphone when you get it and start working with it is the bloatware that is stealing storage in your phone. And that could be between whoever the maker of the phone may be. That could be Samsung, LG, it could be Nokia, it could be anybody involved in it. They've got all of their own stuff, all of their own uh, contacts and calendars and you name it, they've got it in there. And that's all in there in the way, to my way of thinking at least. And a lot of times, much of that stuff can't be deleted. And that is a major problem for getting the phone to work the way you want it. So there you have it. Uh, rather long-winded, if you will, review of the Galaxy S5, a machine that is a beautiful phone, and if you're a fan of Android, probably your pride of life. However, I did find those problems with the screen washed out in bright sunlight and the speakers lacking an awful lot. That's my review of the Galaxy S5 from Samsung.